Hello, you amazing people out there, and welcome to the Amazing Action Comics Podcast, where we are all about independent comics. I'm your host, Angel, with... Oh, I hear crickets. That's right, I'm alone tonight. Due to technical difficulties, uh, Justin and I couldn't make things work. So, uh, yeah, a slight change of programming, but uh, we'll give it a whirl. We'll, we'll have a full episode next week. And speaking of next week, if you've been to our site recently, you'll notice some changes. Justin and I will have all the deets next week. So there's some big changes that we have uh, that are coming. And we're, we're kind of excited about uh, the changes. Some really excited news. So uh, be sure to listen out next week um, for that news um, and for some exciting change. It's going to be amazing. All right, so today's episode, I'm going to focus on indie reviews. So we're going to start with the week of March 3rd, two weeks ago. Um, and we have about three books, um, all number ones. Um, so yeah, let's dive right into it. So uh, the first book that we have is ENIAC from a new publisher called Bad Idea, uh, headed up by Matt Kent and a bunch of other guys, I believe, from Valiant, if I'm not mistaken. Um, these guys just came out of the woodworks. Um, and uh, yeah, they, they have a bunch of rules uh, within the stores. Uh, they got some nice displays. Um, like a gold leaf frame with uh, the bad idea posted inside of it um, and then sort of a display that sits up at the front where they carry their books um, which is pretty cool um, I believe they're in about 154 shops only and probably will grow from there so yeah these guys uh, they're, they're doing some some different stuff and it seems like it's gonna be really cool um, so but for now let's focus on ENIAC so ENIAC issue number one um, writer is Matt Kent uh, with art by Doug Braithwaite. Uh, you got colors by Diego Rodriguez and letters by Dave Sharp. Um, I mean, the book is, is beautiful. The art and, it is, and, and the coloring is just fantastic. So if you guys can even get a copy of this, uh, the quality of the book is um, beyond what expectations. Uh, and for a $3.99 book, I mean, the, the stock on it is, is thick. It feels like a heavy book. It feels like a, a $5.99 book, to be honest. Um, but they did a really good job um, from the cover artwork to the quality of the book to the coloring of the book to you know the stock of paper that they chose. So if you do get your hands on this book, you're going to be really impressed with, with what they've been able to do. And that's not even getting into the story yet. Um, so yeah, so first, first you know, take on it, first impressions. Uh, really good stuff. It was definitely worth the wait. Um, and the hype so far just seems to meet the demand. Now, as far as the story is concerned, really quickly, um, ENIAC, which stands for Electronic Numerator Integrator and Computer, is pretty much the first uh, AI system created um, way back. So it's the, first world's super, the world's first supercomputer that becomes the first uh, AI. Um, throughout the story, you discover that there's a countdown, a hidden countdown within uh, ENIAC's programming. Um, that's counting down three days from where the story is being told and it's pretty much uh, ENIAC's endgame for the world. So sort of like uh, um, War Games, which was pretty cool um, with uh, Matthew Broderick. Kind of re reminded me of that. So yeah, I, and the story is beautifully told. It gives you a little bit of history of how ENIAC came to be um, and then when it first became um, self-aware um, and then the influence that it's had throughout history with uh, these big events. Um, and then, it, you know, winds down with uh, these soldiers sitting in pretty much the desert butt naked because they don't want to be uh, detected by ENIAC 
um, plotting to take ENIAC down. Um, and that's kind of where it leaves you at. But yeah, I, you know, from reading it, the pacing was really great. The art, like I said, was really great. Um, and it's a really compliment to, to what the, the script brings out. So Matt Kidd did a really good job of writing a really great story and, and Doug did an even better job just bringing his words to life. So if you get a chance, definitely check out Enyaq number one if you can get yourself a, a hand on it. I mean, they're an indie publisher, really brand new, so their print run was really limited. Um, they almost immediately came out with a not first print because they're not doing second prints or third prints. It's just the first print and then every print after that is just gonna be a not first print. Which I think is pretty cool because it allows a publisher to just keep printing uh, for not first printings um, for as long as they need it. So if the demand is out there, they can just keep reproducing so that, you know, it becomes what it's really about, which is not so much collecting, but, you know, having people read the stories um, that are being told. So, yeah, good on Bad Idea for doing that. So uh, check it out, ENIAC from Bad Idea. Cool, moving on. All right, so the next book is called Noctera from Image Comics, written by Scott Snyder, art by Tony Daniels, uh, colors by Tomu Morley. Um, and letters by and world design um, all right, what can I say I mean, Tony Daniels is one of my favorite uh, artists these days he's just he's getting better with time so definitely not disappointed there with the art uh, the cover that he did was just fantastic and everything that he draws inside um, just kind of just brought Scott's words to life so yeah good on Tony for that um, and Tomu with the colors just really matched Tony's style and the tone of the book um, it's just a really beautiful book to look at um, and as far as the story that Scott's telling, um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a number one, another number one. So we're looking at world building. Um, if I had only one thing to pick at is oftentimes I just find it to be a little wordy in, in some areas. So I find that I'm reading more than actually enjoying the art to, you know, tell the story. Um, but that's a minor nitpick. And I think because you're world building and it's something that's brand new, um, it wasn't wasted wording. So... It was information that was, you know, being ingested to, um, to move the story along and get the reader to really understand what was going on within this world that's being built. Um, so, yeah, so that's the only thing that I found. But, you know, I guess as the issues progress, um, maybe they'll find a, a good balance between, you know, story and telling and, and the art telling the story as well. Um, all right, so for the story itself, um, you look at pretty much uh, the world being plunged into everlasting darkness. We don't know why we don't know what it actually is uh, we come to find out that these creatures uh, call shades um, feed upon other living creatures and then turn them into shades as well um, and the pinnacle of the shades or the apex predators of the shades are uh, the humans that are turned so they actually you know uh, invade camps and kill uh, people and turn them into shades as well uh, we just don't know why it's happening right now um, but really cool um, the story pretty much revolves around uh, a boy and a girl, brother and sister, um, Valentine and her brother. Uh, we jump, you know, to the future towards the middle of the book where Valentine is um, a transporter and she transports people or goods from one place to the other through the darkness. And the only thing that pretty much keeps the shades away is the artificial light that they create. So you have these small towns that are fully illuminated all the time so they can keep the shades away. Um, and then Val's souped up truck with a whole bunch of lights on it to help keep the shades away so that she can transport people through safety. Um, and her brother's pretty much her ear 
um, the entire time and, and sort of like the uh, mad genius behind the scenes as he creates uh, different you know gadgets for her that um, illuminate and she can use his weapons against the shades for that uh, we come to find out later on that her brother's actually holding a secret um, and we find out what it is I'm not gonna spoil it for you but it's actually really messed up um, but for the most part we know that you know creatures or beings that are being turned into shades don't turn immediately um, there's a process and they can be saved that they're caught at a certain stage which is cool uh, quick transformations are, are hard to deal with because they're gone and you just kill them um, but people that you can save um, yeah there's decisions that need to be made as to whether or not you kill them right away or do you try to save them so I, I like I like that aspect of it um, the book pretty much ends with a grandfather and a granddaughter who wants to hire Val to transport them um, and we come to find out there's people that are chasing them and we don't know why. Um, we don't know what, why they're running and um, what value they have to these people that are chasing them. So uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's got me intrigued. Um, you know, Scott Snyder did a really good job at, you know, building this world up um, and left just enough out to say, okay, oh my God, what, what's going to happen next? Um, and if you're looking at the book, you know, at itself, just uh, Tony Daniels' art is um, a standout. So it's something I think, uh, yeah, you'll enjoy it. So uh, check it out, Noctera from Image Comics. All right, uh, the third book from the week of March 3rd is Berserker. Take out all the E's and you get Berserker. Yeah, Berserker uh, from Boom Studios. So this one is written by Matt Kent with Keanu Reeves. Yes, that Keanu Reeves. John Wick Keanu Reeves. John Wick 1, 2, 3 Keanu Reeves. Um, with art by Ron Garney. Uh, color by Bill Crabtree and letters by Clem Robbins. Um, yeah, what can I say about this book? This cool looking book as well. I don't know. I just really enjoyed all the books that came out this week as far as art concerned. Um, Ron did a really great job at bringing Matt Kinn's uh, words to life there uh, and Keanu's um, for that. Uh, what's really crazy is I read Noctura first and then read Berserker right afterwards. And the contrast and the amount of dialogue and script is huge so where I found you know Noctera to be a little bit more wordy there was almost none um, in Berserker and it's sort of like the art uh, was telling the story all the way through which was you know not taking away any anything away from Noctera but it was just great to see how you know with the same medium you can do so many different things and still accomplish the same thing um, tell a really great story so yeah great job for Ron Garner to be able to you know put some art together that just move the story along um, off there. Uh, the thing that I appreciated a lot from this book is actually the color tone. Um, so Bill Crabtree just, you know, caught the essence of what the book should be and just, you know, each panel just is, it sits the right tone with the color um, to, to help, you know, move the story along. So yeah, really cool. Um, the story itself, um, really simple. I mean, you've got a character who's an 80,000 year immortal, um, half God, half man, just, you know, walking the earth for that amount of time, um, just wanting one thing. And that's just to be able to have an end um, to his existence. It doesn't have to be, you know, anything crazy. He just wants um, his life to be able to end. Um, I can't even imagine what it would be like to live for that long. I'm pretty sure most people would go crazy and insane, especially with, you know, repeating things over and over and over. Because I'm pretty sure since the beginning of time, yeah, there's not too many unique things that happen that would want us to make us to keep going on forever. But that's just me. Um, so what happens here, the government agrees uh, to make this happen. 
um, as long as it provides uh, services for them, which is pretty much just wet work services. Um, and the government agrees to, you know, try to help him find a way to be able to make this happen. Um, and so that's kind of the deal that you have. Um, the storytelling is it's really good and unique because it's being, you know, overcast by uh, Keanu's last assignment and him talking with his uh, psychiatrist. Um, who I believe he has to talk to her after every single mission just to kind of see where his headspace is at um, with everything that he's doing. So as they're having their conversation, you kind of see like these flashbacks of um, what happened throughout the assignment, which is extremely gruesome because, I mean, if you're an immortal, you have very, you have no fear of dying. Um, so he's just running into, you know, these massive amounts of uh, hailstorm of bullets coming at him and he's just taking people out left and right really grossly. Um, but yeah, I, it's full-on action all the way through. Um, the one thing I could not help, and I'm pretty sure if, if you're a big Keanu Reeves fan, is you could not read um, that character because it looks just like him. Um, you couldn't read that character without um, hearing Keanu's voice um, from John Wick. So uh, it, it, it's, it doesn't take away from it, and, and I mean, it's not a plus or anything, but it's just something that I, I could not get out of my head. So as I was reading um, the dialogue, the loons from his character, yeah, they sounded just like Yano. Um, but ultimately, I, I really enjoyed the book as well. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that character. If the government actually goes through with what they said, or um, you know, what does a half god, half you know, man um, do um, if the government betrays him? So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. We'll see what uh, Matt Ken and Keanu Reeves have. So, uh, check them out. Berserker from Boom Studios. All right, so those were the books for the week of March 3rd. Um, now the week of March 10th, which was last week, um, just have one book that I picked up that looked really, you know, interesting and unique um, called Carmen from Image Comics. This is a five-issue miniseries written, drawn, pretty much everything by Willem uh, March uh, with color assist from Tony Lopez. So uh, right off the bat, just really beautiful book to look at um, and sometimes I'm really skeptical when I pick up books like this um, that are written and drawn and everything by uh, the creator because sometimes you just you know it's a lot of work to actually have one person put an entire book together um, let alone you know five issues all together so I'm not sure if he has assistance um, along the way but you know if he's doing everything then I mean yeah less because um, it, it's a beautiful looking book. I mean, there's definitely some, you know, some time is being taken with the art. Um, and sometimes usually something sacrifices either the story um, and or the art. And in this case, it just, it was an amalgamation of just a really good, you know, harmonious between the script and what was being drawn. And in this case, when you're a talented creator and you can do both, and your vision just kind of lands um, on the paper. So this was, this was that, you know, marriage of, you know, having one uh, creator being able to do everything and, and just do it right. Um, so as far as, you know, the, the look of the book, it, it, like I said, it looks beautiful. The art is great. Um, it's so unique um, with the colors just being able to match the tone of, you know, what um, the creator was looking for. So, yeah, good on, good on, good on him for doing that. Um, the book basically is about uh, an angel named Carmen with a K. Um, who's taking a young lady who's just taking her own life, um, taking her through the ropes of, you know, the afterlife. Um, there's a bunch of setup before it. So this is another issue number one where you're just, you know, creating all the rules and um, for this world. 
and so the book pretty much opens up with the young lady um, and her day-to-day -day life and what she's going through that kind of leads her up to you know wanting to take her own life and eventually um, taking her own life and what's really cool is that it's, it's not your normal you know angel you know ascending from or coming down from heaven and, and just saying hey you've been chosen to blah 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 and we're gonna take you up uh, there's sort of like a, a kooky kinky personality of Carmen that she has like like someone who's been doing a job for a very long time but just really enjoys it and just tries to find a unique way to deliver their job to a different person um, so she finds something different to do with every single person that she's you know been in care of so I, I like that aspect of it and, and it looks like that she's been doing it for a very long time um, and to find out that the young lady actually surprises Carmen with certain things that she's able to pick up quite quickly. So this is great dynamic between, you know, the young lady and, and Carmen herself um, and the dialogue that they share that keeps the reader really intrigued as to, you know, this could be plausible and yet you want to see where it's going to go as well because there's some things in there that are just like, whoa, how, how is that even possible? Um, and, you know, contrast to the books that came out prior to that that we spoke about, you know, Berserk and Altera and Eniac, which were pretty much action-based. This is not. Um, and it's not taken away from the other books. It was just, you know, really good to read something of, of contrast where it's just not, you know, all action all the time, but a, a more human story to be able to be told. Um, and, yeah, a little bit more grounded, even though it's afterlife and angels and stuff like that. Sort of like an oxymoron. But, yeah, yeah. Um, William March just did a fantastic job. I think he knocked it out of the park. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing if uh, the five issues pay off um, at the end of storytelling to find out, you know, what, what's going to happen with this young lady. Is she just stuck in, you know, in this middle world of purgatory? Is she going to be able to come back to life or is she transitioning and, you know, what's going to happen with her? Because we actually see her flying um, at the very end. Uh, the one thing I really like where it's sort of like the rule um, and the guidelines that, you know, uh, the creator is, is creating where, you know, she's pretty much naked throughout the entire book uh, because of the way that she took her life. You'll understand it when you read it. Um, and the only thing that she can't do is touch anyone or bump into anyone because then automatically she'll be visible um, to everyone, um, which I thought was kind of hilarious. Um, but yeah, just uh, if you're into some, if you want to read something different um, that's not action based and um, really good storytelling and world building. Um, pick up Carmen with a K from Image Comics. Uh, really good read. You'll enjoy it. All right, kitties. That's all we have for your indie reviews for the week of March 3rd and of March 10th. I'm looking forward to picking up books this weekend, giving you reviews next week. Again, we do apologize. I apologize um, for our technical difficulties that we had today. We were really looking forward to, you know, bringing you guys a really good show. Um, but things happen, so we'll definitely be uh, picking it up next week. And I'm really excited about that because we'll announce kind of uh, what we have planned moving forward um, with Amazing Action Comics. So we're really looking forward to, you know, what the future holds. And we're hoping that you guys come along for the ride and, you know, help support and um, help uh, support other indie creators. With that being said, if you are an indie creator and you have a creation that you want to share, and want to come on the show and have a chat and, you know, get your stuff out there, um, do so. Just go to AmazingActionComics.com slash podcast, fill out the form, and uh, we'll set up in time and, and get you on and uh, have a chat. So that'll be great. Um, in the meantime, um, we'll, you know, get more information for you guys out there. And we look forward to having you guys come on next week and, and 
we'll, we'll make our announcement. So, yeah, that'll be fun. So, for now, be amazing, stay amazing, and read something amazing.